Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in on this short notice and special occasion of Memorial Day 2023. I want to read to you a little something that I've known about for a very long time that I don't think a lot of our listeners or viewers do know about. And it's a specific letter that was written during the Guadalcanal campaign. Uh, it's one of the most powerful letters I've ever read in my entire life, and I want to read it to you and give you a little bit of background and have you reflect on this and the meaning of Memorial Day every day. John J. Shane was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts on January 30th, 1898. He earned a scholarship to Boston College at the age of 16. He enlisted in the Naval Reserve on June 11, 1918, and right after graduation became a naval aviator after completing training at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Shea had been on active duty since 1930, serving from 1934 to 1940 as executive officer, Naval Air Station, Squantum, Massachusetts. After a brief stint at the Bureau of Aeronautics in Washington, D.C., Shea reported aboard the USS Wasp as assistant air officer in March 1942. <clears throat> Boston Globe columnist Joseph Driscoll, who sailed aboard Wasp during a convoy run in the Atlantic that spring, called Shea, quote, the softest spoken man on the ship. After serving in the Atlantic during the neutrality patrols, Wasp served in the Med, escorting multi-convoys before she was transferred to the Pacific Fleet. Designed small, not as fast, and possessing a weak power plant, Wasp was not what one would call an appropriate fleet carrier to roam off the waters of Guadalcanal. But she was destined to do that very thing. Necessity called her to the blue waters of the Pacific after Lexington CB2 had been lost at Coral Sea. Wasp played an important role in the early Guadalcanal campaign, her aircraft covering the initial landings on August 7th, as well as Henderson Field shortly thereafter. On Tuesday, September 15, 1942, Wasp, in company with North Carolina, Hornet, and 10 other warships, were escorting transports laden with the Marines from the 7th Marine Regiment. At 1444 hours, a lookout spotted three torpedoes forward of the starboard beam. Wasp attempted to avoid the fish but could not and absorbed all three torpedoes in rapid succession. Massive fires spread about the ship as explosions rendered her a flaming wreck, causing her captain, Captain Sherman, to order abandoned ship at 1520. Most of the crew was able to get off of Wasp, but 366 were wounded and a further 193 never made it off the ship. John J. Shea was one of those who never made it off of USS Wasp. In the conflagration aboard Wasp, Shea distinguished himself. His Navy Cross citation reads, quote, Lieutenant Commander Shea directed the fight against fires on the flight deck of the USS Wasp, and after the carrier had been crippled by the Japanese bombing attack, torpedo attack, which later caused her to sink. Lieutenant Commander Shea disregarded the danger from the fires, flying debris, and exploding ammunition to carry on his fight. When the water pressure failed, he employed chemical firefighting equipment and a desperate effort to extinguish a fire in the ready ammunition locker and was leading out a fire hose to continue his efforts when a terrific explosion occurred. He was not subsequently seen by his shipmates. Excuse me. Weeks before, Shea had written a letter to his son, whom he called Jackie. And it is this letter I want to read to you on this Memorial Day. And it goes like this. June 29th, 1942. Dear Jackie, this is the first letter I have written directly to my little son, and I am thrilled to know that you can read it all by yourself. 
If you miss some of the words, I'm sure it will be it will be because I do not write very plainly. Mother will help you in that case, I am sure. I was certainly glad to hear your voice over the long-distance telephone. It sounded as though I were right in the living room with you. You sounded as though you missed your daddy very much. I miss you too, more than anyone will ever know. It is too bad this war could not have been delayed a few more years so that I could grow up again with you and do with you all the things I had planned to do when you were old enough to go to school. I thought how nice it would be for me to come home early in the afternoon and play ball with you and go mountain climbing and see the trees and brooks and learn all about woodcraft, hunting, fishing, swimming, and things like that. I suppose we must be brave and put these things off for just a little while. When you are a little bigger, you will know why your daddy is not home so much anymore. You know we have a big country and we have ideals as to ideals as to how people should live and enjoy the riches of it and how each is born with equal rights to life, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, there are some countries in the world where they don't have these ideals, where a boy cannot grow up to be what he wants to be with no limits on his opportunities to be a great man, such as a great priest, statesman, doctor, soldier, businessman, etc. Because there are people in countries who want to change our nation, its ideals, forms of government, and way of life, we must leave our homes and families to fight. Fighting for the defense of our countries, country, ideals, homes, and honor is an honor and a duty which your daddy has to do before he can come home to settle down with you and mother. When it is done, he's coming home to be with you always and forever. So wait just a little while longer. I'm afraid it will be more than the two weeks. You told me on the phone. In the meantime, take good care of mother. Be a good boy and grow up to be a good young man. Study hard when you go to school. Be a leader in everything and good in life. Be a good Catholic and you can't help but being a good American. Play fair always. Strive to win. But if you must lose, lose like a gentleman and a good sportsman. Don't ever be a quitter, either in sports or in your business or profession when you grow up. Get all the education you can. Stay close to mother and follow her advice. Obey her in everything, no matter how, may, how you may at times disagree. She knows what is best and will never let you down or lead you away from the right and honorable things in life. If I don't get back, you will have to be mother's protector because you will be the only one she has. You must grow up to take my place as well as your own in her life and heart. Love your grandmother and granddad as long as they live. They, too, will never let you down. Love your aunts and see them as often as you can. Last of all, don't ever forget your daddy. Pray for him to come back, and it is God's will that he does not. Be the kind of a boy and man your daddy wants you to be. Thanks for the nice sweater and handkerchiefs, and particularly, particularly for the note and card. Write me very often and tell me everything. Kiss mother for me every night. Goodbye for now. With all my love and devotion for mother and you, your daddy. Remember the fallen.